I know, but I was going to do some Steam Next Fest stuff, and I downloaded a bunch of things, mm-hmm. and I just didn't have it, have it in my heart to do anything with them because they were so shit. And uh, I, <laughs> I didn't want to talk about how bad they were. <laughs> I hope so you're recording that, Tim. I am recording it, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm gonna, I, you know, I, I'm gonna I, put I, my timestamp in already just so I remember to use this at the. <laughs> No, I told Paul, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I've, I've downloaded a bunch of games and I put them all up, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so bad. <laughs> I don't want to just shoot. Hello and welcome to Player 2 Pixel Cast. This is episode 112. I'm your host, Ken, for this episode. Uh, it's been It's been a long time since I was in the host chair. I can't remember when, but... uh. It's always good to be here, and everybody listening will just be will just have to live with my rambling style of moving from one topic to another with with no segues and just hard left turns. And on that note, I've got two other people joining me today. Uh, Huzo, howdy! Say hello, oh, yeah. hello. I've dragged myself out from the depths of Lemsip Hell and uh, ready to talk video games. Are you at the tail end of your illness or at the yeah heart? at the back end? The back end of influenza A. Tell you what, people, don't sleep on the flu shot. It is a shit one this year. Mm, look, it's it's everybody should just lock up their doors and just never go out go out ever again. Never socially interact ever. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just like our next guest, next host, next Wait, regular what? on the show. <laughs> So terrified of things in Australia that he ran away to another country to hide. Not quite accurate, but Tim. <laughs> sure. And here I was thinking I was like so happy with you because, um, as like just magically, because I, I, I timestamp everything that we're recording so it's easier to edit, but you literally, when you went into the intro, was to the second exactly what my timestamp says. Oh, very nice. Well done. Well done, yeah. me. Well, was, you know. well done, well done, you. Questioning Huso's decision to do lemsip, lemsip would be a lot less disgusting to just take some paracetamol and then drink some separate lemon juice. <laughs> that is actually true. It is. Oh shit! It is true. Well, it, it also has the decongestant in it, the lemsip. So you could take cold and flu and have lemon juice, or like hot tea with lemon or just, in it, or something yes. pleasant to drink as opposed to lemsip. Yeah, which I was going to say like, like a hot tea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess at that stage, your all your sinuses are all blocked up. You can't taste anything anyway. Oh, so shit. Anyway, I always put honey in it too. So because you know it helps. You know what's right. gross? Lemsip. Yeah. You know what's really nice? Honey lemon tea. <laughs> That's effort, though, man. And when you're feeling crap, effort is not what you're looking for. Surely, surely your wife and kids are there to wait on you. No, she was, my, Amy was just as sick as I was. And the kids, they're no. bulletproof, but they're at school. Yeah, all right. Because they're jokes. Well, on this particular episode, we'll be talking about the state of PC gaming, um, software, games, hardware, you know, the gear that you put in your PC, all of that stuff. But um, we'll talk about some games before then, um, something that we've been playing recently. And like I said, it's an episode full of hard left turns. So first up, oh, who should we go with? Let's go with the most boring of the three, Uncharted. 
Uncharted yeah. is stupid. Uncharted is dumb. <laughs> and not one to like, not one to shield the world from his opinions, is he? No, no, no. Even if Look. they are completely unpopular. <laughs> Uh, it's got Tom Holland. It's got Tom Holland in it. It's got Mark Wahlberg. You know, jet- I mean, <laughs> you're on. You're weirdly off base on so many levels right now. Because yeah, one, that's the movie. Two, I'm very upset that you know the casting in that movie is not what it should be. Because Sully is just like the best. Like I've said that before. Sully's just like the greatest guy. I legitimately wish he was my uncle. <laughs> and and finally, um, I'm playing um, Uncharted Lost Legacy, which does not have Nathan Drake or Sully in it at all. Yeah, so it's not a lo- Uncharted game then. It is, except you're playing as um, primarily as Chloe Frazier, who was like the other love interest who kind of you know lost out, if that's the way you want to look at it, or maybe didn't lose out because you know Nathan's kind of a jerk as a husband. If you kind of go by Uncharted Four a little bit, so. not no, I- best is he? He's not, he's not the greatest. I mean, they have, like, some nice, like, redeeming qualities, and you can kind of see why he's like that, but also, you know, he could be a better husband. Um, yeah, before yeah. you go and talk about the game, um, disclaimer, like, I, I don't have any strong opinions about Uncharted one way or the other. Like, <laughs> Your comments say otherwise, Ken. <laughs> I just know that they'll wind some people up. It, well, the oh, thing is... going to be frothing <laughs> if he listens to this. <laughs> There are people who legitimately really don't like it, and I get why, but it's got nothing to do with what the, st- the stuff you're saying. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just purposefully just winding but, people up. So, yeah. but, but Uncharted Lost Log- Lost Legacy is that? I'm actually not familiar with that. So, is that like a new thing? Is that an um, old thing? Is it a remake? It's um, what started out as DLC for Uncharted Four, and then as seems to be no. Naughty Dog's problem at the moment basically the last decade at this point, it kind of grew into its own thing. Um, maybe for the better. So I'm playing like the PS5 version and I'm a little bit annoyed about one small thing, which I guess I shouldn't be because I should have seen this coming, which was according to the Digital Foundry video, the 120 hertz mode is locked in 1080p, which means my TV, which can do 120 hertz, just not at higher resolutions, should be able to do it, but it still seems to require all the shit for higher resolutions to turn it on in the game. So I never got to see, like, the super, super high frame rate. So I just turned the um, resolution shit all the way up and was like, you know what? Properly frame paced, this still looks really good. <laughs> it still moves totally fine. Um, but that's the other weird thing is, like, this is just an upscaled PS4 game and it still looks... It really, really um, highlights, like, I guess the cost of game development to at the highest tier to the point where it's like, this basically looks as good as most of the actual PS5 <laughs> that I've been playing. Like, it looks fucking incredible. And the game's like five years old. It's just, you know, they've turned the resolution up and then maybe the shadow detail or something is a little bit nicer. Um, but, I always have to ask, is that is that because of art direction or technical? Both. Because Un- Un- Uncharted's got a look, right? Uncharted's got a look. There's a, there's a definite, like, appearance to it, but also, like, I mean, they kind of, like, meet each other as well, where, like, smart art direction makes use of the technical abilities that you have in whatever machine that mm. you're working for. Even on the PC, they, it was one of the good PC ports from Sony, and it, and it, yeah, it even, like, cranked up. Usually with some of these ports, you notice uh, a difference when you just jack your PC power right up on it, and you can see 
problems at the higher resolutions and the higher frame rates, but this it still looks great. Like it, it, it like looks, you can throw as much power at this as you want, it, and incredible. it just gets There's better. Some stuff in the distance yeah. where you could be like, yeah. if you want to like stare and go, yeah, okay, the polygon counts a bit lower at that cliffside that is in real terms a kilometer away. Yeah, but it like and that yeah. like just but it's also stuff like just all like the like animation work and like all the small incidental details like go into like. Like the animation Great is just fucking incredible. Too. The animation yeah. in general is incredible. And that's like one of the things that's like really one of the um where the polish kind of goes because you can have like great looking character models of worlds, but getting it, them all to like interact correctly is like yeah, a whole other yeah. thing, and they absolutely nail that in this. But also importantly, this game's like under ten hours long. This is oh, the sort of shit that we okay. need more of. Like, make another one of these as a PS5 game. So it's it's like, it like a- sorry, sorry. Go ahead. It's basically yes, yeah, less than half the length of like you know Uncharted Four was. And because the- um, is that is that a full campaign, full story, all played out? It's, because yeah, it's a little less globe trotty. I wish there was more stuff like the the intro actually starts off. Um, I want to say um Bombay, like you're definitely in India, big city. Um, very lots of rain at the end, just because they can. Looks super fucking spectacular. It kind of makes me wish that there was more, like, Naughty Dog would do, like, more urban shit because, my God. It's like, and then after that, you're in a jungle setting, which is, you're in India now as opposed to wherever you were in Uncharted 4. Um, but it is a very similar kind of environment, and that, and they're obviously reusing a lot of assets, and that's how they were able to knock this one out in, yeah. like, two years. Um, mm. but the and, pa- and it was a, like, half-price release, too. It Semi, I think it was like in the, if we're using the US scale, I think it was forty dollars instead of sixty, so yeah. it was a little bit cheaper. Yeah, um, it did get overlooked, maybe a little bit too much. It's very good. Mm. Um, I don't know if I like I, again, like as actually I like Chloe a lot. Um, this is like a Sully, like I really, really like Sully. And he's just like not in this game at all. Yeah, Nadine is hardly as good a partner as Sully. I mean, Nadine is a fully fleshed out character, but she's not as much fun. No, she's a bit of a sour. Puss, really? <laughs> yeah, we're going to use, you know, 50-year-old person language, which I guess we're rocking yeah, towards at this rate, but... but no, the, no the I'm actual, not that like, far from it. <laughs> but it is... So... It, sorry, yes, Ken. No, I mean, I've got questions about this, because, like, I, I guess Uncharted has a legacy. It's got, what, four games under its belt now, plus other sort of offshoots and... Yeah, four numbered entries. Yeah, and then, you know, a, a movie, which, whatever. But I think... I, I Again, I'm not familiar with the Uncharted franchise, as in I've never played them myself. So I'm always interested. Like, like, like watching it from a distance, I've seen bits of um, the gameplay on YouTube. You know, they, the ones where they stitch together all the cutscenes to make it a full, full-fledged full movie as opposed to... <laughs> so they take yeah, away yeah. all the gameplay parts out of it. And I think you'll mention that this is a 10-hour game. Uh, a bit less does this than mean that? Oh, yeah, so does this mean the game is better, like, sort of paced and it's edited? It's definitely better paced. Um, like, the main criticism mm. Uncharted 4 was that, it, that they needed to find a couple of hours to chop out there. And the same thing happened with yeah. Last of Us 2, actually, was like, yeah. these games would be better if they had a bit slimmer. So, yeah, it's much tighter. It doesn't quite actually have the same emotional punch in a lot of places, but in terms of, like, just an, like, an action snap-through-it thing... Like, it's almost perfect. It's, like, super close to, like, just being, like, a perfect piece of... Mm. Um, if you... It's nothing you haven't seen before. Like, they're really using the mechanics that they built up for Uncharted 4 in particular. Like, you'll... 
almost be able to see the type of gameplay, whether or not this is a climbing bit, whether it's a sneaking bit, whether you're going to get into a huge shootout, whether you're going to have to drive around and, like, find X on the map and then go into that. Like, that's very obvious if you've played a few of these. Mm. But, my gosh, I want, like, I want more of this. This is what I want from this generation. Like, stop making everything 20-plus hours long. Yes, yeah. Focus your resources on, like, just this really tight, beautiful... The end of this game, I... Like, the last section, I don't like... But, like, say what it is exactly, because it's a little spoilery, I guess, even if you're not talking story beats. But it is straight up Naughty Dog saying, let's see if we can outdo some of the best shit we've done before. Let's just, like, look at the greatest hits and, like, just see if we can crank it up even higher. And they honestly succeed. Yeah, because this sounds like an ideal direction for, like, episodic gaming to go. Where... If you could do, say, a, this chapter on this character and then maybe do another sort of DLC I d- sub game. I, d- I don't think episodic gaming is suited to this Sully. AAA no. budget sort of style stuff. No, 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 I know, but what I'm saying is, is like a smaller yeah. chunk, like, like contained, smaller contained stories which are one-offs, which don't always have to be padded out to 30, 40, well, 50 hours with yeah. just... Maybe you not episodic, but like if you know, you basically had no, trilogies I mean, of games you, you get, on a whole yeah. series, hardware. But you series. get what you I mean, like realistically, like, yeah. maybe do that again if you scale it back to this. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, maybe episodics, but you know, like when people do a, take a mini series approach to a show as opposed yeah. to like a forty episode like TV series, like a mini episode, like a mini series, like a, a three yeah, yeah. three episode series, a five episode, episode series, yeah. where you really you get a bit more space to put things out, but you still want to be really really tightly tightly paced. It just sounds like that sort of thing. So this is what I want. Uh, this is what I want Naughty Dog to do more of. I don't want their games to always be thirty-hour epics. So. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Well, from one game that's about ten hours long to another game that could potentially be, I don't know, seventy hours long. Final Fantasy sixteen. You've been spending a bit of time on that, Yuzo. Yeah, I have. Um, I'm about halfway through. I think. I don't know. It's hard to tell in these sort of games. Or we play Ken's math, that would be 35 hours? <laughs> Not that long. Um, I, I, I feel like it's probably going to be, you know, 35, 40 hours for the way I'm playing it. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm just making wild guesses, I'm hearing guesses, 40 really, to 50 but... get thrown around a lot for, like, the average. Yeah. Yeah, same, yeah, same. So... I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a good, chunky game. Um, I'm not bored of it yet, so that's good. Um, it's, not much of an RPG though, really. Uh, like it's it's an RPG in the same way that Assassin's Creed is an RPG. <laughs> well, if you go in the PlayStation Store, they will put those games under the RPG tag. Now. Yeah, so you know, like it's it's not what I would consider that traditional JRPG at all. Um, the combat is very action focused. It's all real time. It's all. I did go like back it, and- it. It wouldn't feel out of place. It's it's not as complicated as something like Devil May Cry, but it's definitely heading in that direction. I actually checked uh, after our last episode something I probably yeah. should have known, which is I did actually have the designer from the combat for Devil May Cry in there. Oh yeah, it definitely feels like um, it. It feels um, like a more approachable of that from the initial. Game and once games. you once you unlock a few things, like so, it's a it's it's an odd odd kind of story. I actually like the story of it because. Um, it makes sense, which is not something that Final Fantasy games always do to me. <laughs> um, My God, it, it, 15. It's, uh, 
Sometimes they do, but yeah, the last couple, 15, my God, I have no idea what happened in that game. Yeah, no one, no one knows what happened. But here, like, it seems like summons are like this kind of, um, every nation has their own summon, but for some reason, there's this one that's just turned up out of nowhere, which is a free, um, which, you know, they're all the same summons that have been in every Final Fantasy game. Um, but this, this, like, a freak wasn't supposed to exist, but he does. And you kind of following this mystery, he comes along and kills the main character's brother in the first like opening part, um, who is, the, who is the Phoenix, uh, summon. And, uh, yeah. And that's where the kind of story starts and you, you trip off and try and unsolve the mysteries. And I won't, I won't go any further than that. That's just stuff that was in the demo. Um, does it get but any you, less Game of Thronesy? Because that, like, there are so many parallels you can draw from that. Like, it's very bleak. The, the whole thing is very bleak. There is there is not a lot of light in there. Uh, there is a. It, it is definitely on that Game of Thrones scale of fantasy, where you know there is no light in this world. Everything's rooted. It's stuffed. Like, like are there just, like. Because looking at the demo, there's like almost parallels where like your daddy's almost Ned Stark and your mommy's almost Cer- Cersei Lannister and like. Yeah, that that's still there, but it's less so. Like it's always going to be there. Um, I'm trying not to spoil it, obviously, because it's very new. What I'm basically saying does it find its own voice as it goes forward? It does. It does. It it, it feels like it's it's different enough. Like you can obviously tell the Game of Thrones was a big influence, but it is telling its own story. It's not just rehashing yeah. George I. R. Martin. I, I read I, I read something. I read somebody tweet earlier today. Uh, one of my allowed 600 tweets. Oh my my daily dose. <laughs> Which made an interesting point. And, and I, I've never been sort of big in the Final Fantasy games. Again, like, mm. not because I don't like them, but just I've, you know, I don't really have a history with PlayStations. Yep. Um, but somebody made something very interesting, made an interesting observation about 16, which I thought you know, was was worth bringing up here in that the game is very Game of, Tro- of Thronesy in that you know there's a lot of bleakness, there's a lot of like mm. you know political intrigue. But um, their observation, I can't remember who wrote this now, but um, people, the characters who are good are just good. Like yeah. they, they don't necessarily have an ulterior motive in order to be good. They're just like. Good people trying to survive in a bleak, bleak world. So like there are multiple really John Snows, is what you're saying. They're, they're, look, the majority of them are. The main character you play has some deep and darks. Um, he's on a bit of a redemption tale. Um, so you know he, he's got some reasoning behind his altruism, I guess. But a lot of them, yeah, they're just good, good folk doing good things in a world of shit folk doing bad things. Um, I want to say that so it's kind of fine. Like it's almost refreshing sometimes. It's, We've got so it's, it's, obsessed honestly, with everything being grey for a while that yeah, like I I couldn't deal with everybody has to be some type of Han Solo grey character. Yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 not that at all. There's yeah, it is a very I won't say simple story because it's not a simple story, but they they base it on like these simple storytelling foundations like good versus yeah. evil you know um like, whereas like arch- yeah. archetype archetypes yeah than, yeah um, which is which is which is sometimes actually more refreshing because those archetypes exist for a reason yeah absolutely like, um like classics like, like yeah like yeah. the old they say there's only seven stories ever told you may as well yeah. tell one of them good you know so yeah. um 
that's that's it's it's enjoyable like i mean like i said i'm enjoying the story i like the structure of the game it's not open world like there's open areas that you can pot around in but you don't have to at all like even like you're not even finding real loot out there you might find some crafting materials but or or you know a couple of potions but you've always got so much money you just load up on potions whenever you're out of town um so like the exploration isn't a real big part of it it it, it's kind of like a, almost linear in a lot of ways. Like there's side stories and the side quests and stuff, but they also feel like they play into the narrative quite well. So you can ignore them if you want, but they do add a bit of context and they, they, um, they're not, uh, taking you away from the plot lines, I guess, by, by doing them. It's, there's none of that, you know, oh, Farmer Joe needs six beetroots. Go and find uh, them sort of I shit. I have heard that they're not exactly Witcher caliber, but. No, they're not. They're, they're, they're not, uh, like massively deep and long side quests at all. Um, they're they're often palate cleansers from the, I guess the dark, dark, dark story. Uh, but at the same time, there's some there's some real bleak. There was one, and I'll talk about this one. So spoilers, light light spoilers, right? So in this uh, world, uh, people that are branded, they're called branded because they can wield magic um, without crystals. So crystals. Blah, blah, blah. Crystals power the life right. force, blah, blah, blah. So these people that can wield, they're called branded, they can wield magic without the crystals and they're like slaves. They're treated like slaves. And, um, you go into this one area where they're notorious for really badly treating these people and you come across this nobleman who said his, he says his son is, um, being attacked by a wolf. So you go and rescue the son and then the son loses his shit because you kill the wolf. And you realize that this nobleman and his son were setting up a death game for branded people to come along. This wolf was trained to kill the branded people that come along, uh, oh, to wow. try and rescue him. So it was, yeah, like, and then you, yeah, uh, so it gets, that, that, that little side quest goes quite bleak that these, the, they're basically using the branded for sport. And, Makes you and, feel a little bit better about killing the dog though. Yeah, yeah, and then so you kill the dog, and then, and then you go back, and this guy gets really shitty at you. And he's going to kill you because you killed his dog, and and then you threaten to stick your knife up his backside, and he backs it off. But then uh, um, you go off, you go back to the body to bury the body of the the poor person that was killed by the dog originally, and um, another brand comes up and and says, "I'll I'll come and help you. I've um, just hooked him up with a new new pet dog." And then all you hear is this dog like mauling this bloke <laughs> and then that's how the story ends so that's just a little side quest and that's kind of how bleak this gets at times um oh my god yeah yeah uh, it doesn't it doesn't hide away from that that this is some very obvious parallels um to yeah, yeah absolutely and you know what like i've recently like literally just a day ago just been re-watching Django unchained yeah. so the shades of <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, that's that's pretty good comparison to some of that stuff. Yeah, um, and yeah, that definitely feels like, especially in this particular area that that I'm talking about. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. But there's some really cool mechanics. <laughs> um, I'll try and not ruin any of my story, but there's some really cool mechanics in that your character can steal pieces of power from the summons. So um, the people that have so for, you start off with the blessing of the phoenix, which is a fire power. Um, but as you go on, you can steal the power of other, uh, you can steal some of the power and, and you get abilities based on that and you can switch on the fly, 
which is really cool. And it adds a, you know, so you just put, press your right trigger and you switch between your power sets and you can juggle them all up and you can get some quite cool combos and stuff going on and, and, and you can customize which moves you got with through your upgrade tree and things like that. But that's about the extent of the RPG mechanics really is just upgrading your, um, spells and your abilities. Uh, everything else is just automatic. You, you don't choose if you want to put points into strength or ability that just all upgrades every time you level and you know that sort of thing so it's very light on the rpg elements um i i would definitely action rpg is probably is it light the better, on the rpg so. elements or have rpg elements bled into so many other games now that we don't even recognize them as rpg elements half the time anymore oh i don't know i i, I always look at something like where you've got complete control over your character build i think that's it's a staple of a like a, a traditional RPG. You know, your your different stats, your different you know, if you want to work on charisma or, you know, choice in conversation, those sort of things. And they're not present in You're this game. You're not gonna get those in many Japanese RPGs though. No, but even the older Final Fantasy games you had a lot more control over how your character was built and things like that. You know, I remember um, you could definitely apply certain spells and things to different characters. Yeah, and yeah. And I mean, I just I, I feel like some of the older Final Fantasy games went a bit too wild on that when they went. Which game was it that had this like ridiculous like job class skill orb system that was just like so? I feel like you've mentioned like three different games at once. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> No, there was there was there was something. There was, I, I, look, I, I again not a Final Fantasy aficionado, but yeah. <laughs> I think there have been times in which they've went. They they um the developers have focused too much on the sort of the technic not technical but yeah operational part of the game and not so much on the story te- and. and and as such, just less attention or equal attention to other parts, which yeah. is about pacing and story beats. Yeah, like I said, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, thing at all. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm enjoying, I'm honestly enjoying this. Uh, like, the last couple of Final Fantasy games I've played a lot of, but never finished. So Final Fantasy fifteen and Final Fantasy Seven Remake. I've played a fair chunk of both of those and never finished them. I kind of fell off. Probably about the same point I am at now. Hmm. I don't intend. I don't think I'll fall off this one. I'm enjoying it too much. I want to go and see what's happening. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. And for someone that's never really been a JRPG guy, like I've enjoyed a few of them, but I haven't really just smashed them out since probably the Super Nintendo days um, with Chrono Trigger and things like that. But Oof. yeah, it, it's it's. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It's it's. Hmm. Probably going to upset some hardcore folk. I, I don't care. It's good oh, for I'm me. Sure so pissed off. Some yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think it's. I think, I think it's a great entry, and it's certainly an entry that if you are like me and you've never really been a super Final Fantasy person or clicked with them in any way, uh, JRPGs in general, it's it's probably worth checking out and playing the demo at the very least. Although there's a lot of cutscenes in that demo that. Kind of slow yeah, things I down. Ask, yeah, I wanted to ask that. Yeah. Like, so the pacing with that, with or the balance, shall we say, with regard to that, I'm yeah. guessing improves. It does. It does. There's obviously still long story cutscenes. That's just the nature of the beast, right? Um, but 
it's certainly a lot better pace than that initial kind of hour and a half is just, you know, walk four steps, more cutscenes, walk four steps, more cutscenes. Feels like the start of a Kojima game. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Well, from one fantasy to another, um, a game that I've been playing is called Blacktail, which is, I'm assuming from your black faces, you all don't know what this is about. As it so black, black in it, still sounding pretty dark. Yeah, Sounds like black, a game with a mouse in it. it. Yeah, I was imagining like a mouse RPG. Yeah. Mm, close. Yeah, there is a lot of... Books. There's a lot of cat icon, iconography across the whole game. But it's actually... It's, it's a... It's a first-person shooter, first-person adventure, action-adventure game in the in the vein like uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's got some role-playing elements into it. You've got skill trees and that sort of thing. But I guess the overall story is you're playing Baba Yaga. Um, okay. And you know Baba Yaga, the 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 witch of sort of Eastern European folklore. Yep. Um, and her chicken-legged house, like. I quite like folklore and myths and that sort of thing. And Baba Yaga is um, quite a sort of prominent, famous character from sort of that region of the world. And also features prominently in the Hellboy Hellboy comic series. Um, so it's a recurring sort of theme. It's a, it's a character that that's pops up in folklore. It pops up in a lot of sort of Eastern European folklore. Um so that was the first thing that sort of grabbed me. Uh, you play Baba Yaga as she was a child and as she is sort of growing up and spreading down this path to becoming the witch, to, to the, becoming the Baba. Yep. Um, and so oh, there is... yes. I remember seeing this one now. I've just brought it up on Steam. Yeah. I... Yeah. So there is some, like, RPG elements in that you've got, like, good actions and bad actions that you can do. Because Baba Yaga is not, like, inherently evil or inherently good. She's just, like, a force of nature. She's She is ephemeral and also, you know, like, she can be sometimes good and sometimes bad. Like, you don't know. Like, she's just... She's just, she's just there. She exists and she has her own agenda. And some of it, sometimes it fits yours and sometimes it doesn't. Like she has her own sort of ways. And so in this game, you've got good thing. You've, you can go down the good path, the bad path. You've got, um, um, a skill tree to upgrade. You can make potions in your chicken legged house. Um, and all kinds of, you know, the standard sort of action RPG type of elements in it. Uh, I picked it up because one, Baba Yaga. Two, it's got a bow and a bow and arrows in it. Yeah, I've, I just I saw noticed the pictures. that. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I thought, that's what I came this game. Yeah, it has yeah. a bit of a style about it. It visually, it has its visual style is very interesting. Like a lot of the characters are over over exaggerated the colors are very sort of oversaturated and high contrast high saturation high contrast so everything has this sort of dreamy otherworldly fairy world sort of feel to it, it. definitely looks and like it's they're a... um using like like bought or generated assets but they've done some really heavy lifting with the lighting yeah, with so heavily saturated, heavily contrasted, lots of blacks and greys, and you know thick outlines in the in the in the art style. Um, 
thought the, the I'm quite early on in the game, probably an hour, maybe two into the game. Um, still learning a lot of the mechanics. Dean still says exactly a lot of sixty minutes. <laughs> He's spying oh, on yeah. Steam hours. Steam says sixty minutes. Yeah, so that's 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 how much I've played. The style is amazing. The, there are some because this is not like a triple A game. This is more like a B tier game. Yeah. There are some rough edges. So collision, say for example, just walking against, walking in the environment and and hitting up against rocks and you know the the geometry. And can, is a bit you know rough. what you know you know what 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 that would be amazing in. Uncharted does that really well. Uncharted is fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and those animations. Anyway. Yeah. But it's got a style to it. I mean, it, it looks interesting. And I'm keen to see where it goes. So right now I'm at a quest where um, I've been given a quest by gigantic talking mushrooms. Cool. Um which are cool, like gigantic bucktooth mushrooms who apparently ha- also have a factional war amongst themselves. So they are good mushrooms and bad mushrooms. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know how you have a war. Those sort of twisted shit. Sure. It's I played so... Xenoclash. It doesn't seem weird to me. <laughs> yeah, and then I met a mushroom that, like puts on a fake British accent and I have to call my lord and I'm apparently its squire. Uh, have to meet a Kyle and I want to play to... this. It's yeah, I've so just added weird. it to my wish list on Steam. <laughs> it's so weird, but... And, and then you hunt animals to get food. It's got all the sort of the action RPG tropes to it, right? You got you got to harvest flowers to make potions and you have to um, shoot deer to get meat but for some odd reason you kill one deer but you can only get a single serve of meat like out of the entire animal essentially video games right there <laughs> like this is an entire deer i have one this would be the family for a week <laughs> oh, and more and and i can get only a single piece a single steak out of this deer that's ridiculous anyway but but visually it looks interesting visually like the way that they've done the coloring it's it's quite arresting it's quite ooh interesting but again like i said i i'm i like folklore and i like mythology and so when i was reading about just like oh the legend of baba yaga i'm like oh okay all right, got to get got to get down with that, and you know, throw in the bow and arrow. I'm like, all right, it does look I'm cool. Like- I would recommend people just like just Google it or look it up in Steam quickly. Like, and it's it's half price at the moment because of Steam sales. And I've yeah, got Steam some- sales half. Price. Everything is half price at the moment because of Steam sales. I've, I've got some credit there. I I did my uh, annual clean out of Steam cards and and I made like thirteen bucks from selling my Steam cards. Shit, so. dude, I made mm. fifty cents. Tempting. Hmm. So, <laughs> so well regarded, quite interesting, visually very, very, very cool. Um, still waiting to look, uh, still, still waiting to ex- ex- explore and unlock more of its mechanics. This, this magic that I still haven't figured out what, what that looks like. This potion making that I still haven't figured, figured out how, what that, what that exactly does. Cause like I said, very early on, but it looks promising. And, uh, yeah. I think on that note, we'll take a break for the moment. We're going to go take a musical break. Um, Tim will give us some soothing sounds to listen. Stop, well, genre- when we- Stop giving me genres. I will choose whatever the music host I stand with. to dictate what you play. 
I'm going to play dubstep yeah. now. You listen to the smooth, jazzy sounds <laughs> that Tim is about. I'm going to find out if I like Ken more than Husa now, based on what's in the music track. <laughs> we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. There we go. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to be talking about the state of PC gaming as it exists today. Um, games right now, more, more, more often than not, are you know shipped on PC the same time it's shipped on the major consoles. Not always, but you know more often than not, it still costs a bomb to keep your PC up to date to run the very, very latest games. And so we're just going to be talking about what is it like to be a PC gamer in this day and age. Um, ports, shitty ports, for, for that you know, for that matter. Games, still trying to get a figure out whether things can run on your hardware and just generally the cost of hardware, which I'm pleased to know has come down a little bit, especially around graphics cards. A little um, bit, but my gosh, it's nowhere near where it was when I bought what I'm using at the moment. No, it's not. But, you know, you're no longer... Instead of paying $7,000 for a 470, you're paying only about 5000 Only. Only. Let's talk about... But you get what I mean. Right? That's yeah. the point. The point I'm trying to make. But, yes, so that's that's today's topic. I'm just going to, you know, just open it up to the floor. Anybody who wants to jump in, please I'm jump in. I'm going to say I have no sympathy for NVIDIA. Um, and I will take delight in these a lot of these bigger 40 series graphics cards not selling nearly as well as they want and kind of hoping that it helps write the pricing on the market because it has gotten so fucking out of control. Yeah, it really has. I was, uh, my last build, uh, what I'm using now, is a 3080. Um, and it's, it was, I think, you know, I think all up it was about $4,000 the build and i reckon at least you know almost half of that was the video card um which is insane when you think about it that's right? like, literally yeah. what my computer i'm using at the moment cost for all the pieces inside it new and yeah. you know it's obviously not yeah. an up-to-date rig anymore but it was pretty yeah. it was a higher end gaming pc when i bought this thing yeah, yeah. So, and you know, I didn't skimp anywhere else. I'm running an i9. I've got, you know, a good chunk of RAM, all quality stuff. Like, but still, out of that four grand price, it was like I think eighteen hundred was the 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 thirty eighty video yeah. card. So, so I'm looking, I'm looking at crazy. uh Scorp, Scorp Tech right now, which is a, yeah. a Australian uh, retailer of PC parts, a RTX four seventy. T 
Ti yeah. will run you about one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars right now, which That's is pretty good. That's a good card. Huge. Yeah, which is still huge, but it has come down yeah. dramatically. The, 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 I'm assuming the 4080s are closer to two grand still. So that higher end. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. look at the 4080. I'm just curious. I'm curious because, like my PC, like Tim, we're sort of in a similar boat. Your PC, I think we said during the break or before the show started, your PC is about 11 years old. You've upgraded the graphics card once. I'm I'm in a similar situation. My PC is currently about seven to eight years old i bought it in mm-hmm. the late 2015 so it's coming up to about seven to eight years and i've upgraded the graphics card once and I, i'm currently running a 1070 1070 vanilla 1070 yep. and and running a my cpu is a 4790 so i i7 4790 which is about four gigahertz um you're like one year ahead of me on like both counts, basically. I think. Yeah, pr- pretty much. And I've upgraded the graphic. Oh, sorry, I've upgraded the CPU once. It used to be an older CPU, and I've upgraded the graphics card once. So I'm I'm currently at about seven years old. The parts are not terrible. And one thing about being a PC gamer, like if we're talking about the state of PC gaming, is that this rig generally can run a lot of games okay and um so things like uh, th- there are a lot of indie games that's being released now a lot of you know independent developers that's being released on steam with which this rig can easily play so i don't have to worry about that right i don't have to worry about that at all um i can easily run genshin impact as my, I've got a, I've got a niece and nephew who were visiting recently, and and they just spent most of their holiday on my on my PC playing Genshin. <laughs> I think we're both in the um, pool where like anything designed but, for, with a PS4 yeah. or an Xbox One is kind of hardware target or to be acceptable yeah. on that. Is yeah, pretty ideal. pretty much, but. I've been looking forward towards Starfield for a long time. Um, it sounds like the type of game made for me, and I really want to play it. But I'm I'm at this point where I'm looking at the specs. I'm looking at the basic requirements, and I'm like, ooh, can my PC limp over the line with this? Just... Like I don't need to be running at ultra ultra settings. I don't necessarily need to be running at high settings. Just medium, even low, and I'll turn down like shadows and things like that. I'll tweak it so that I can actually at least run the game. But the state of PC gaming nowadays still requires a website like Can My System Run It? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like, ultimately, yeah. you still need a website <laughs> which Although, you need to look at. Really the, the worst part of it all, though, is uh, you guys obviously have older rigs. Hmm. Um, I've got a new rig. It's It should it's, run it everything. It should run... It shouldn't have an issue with anything at all. But... And yet, this year has been absolutely atrocious for PC games that are poorly optimized for PC. And it's clear that um, for some reason it, it was very bad for a long time. Remember the, the era like Metal Gear Solid 
one and two and, and like, th- those sort of games, PlayStation Dreamcast era. And, and PS2 tried... were the great consoles to have because PC ports around then. They were so, so bad. It feels like it's heading back in that direction. Around that, once you got to kind of the PS3, 360 uh one PS4 era, PC ports started to be taken seriously. They were doing them properly. They were giving the extra power a bit of effort. Um, I don't know how much Steam feels contributed like, to that. I don't want to give Valve too much credit, but it feels like the distribution they, got a lot better as well in that problem. They, re- they, they did a lot of things, Steam. Like, you, know, you can't sell their impact on PC gaming short. Uh, but now it feels like the laziness is creeping back in for those games that are developed on console first and then... PC as a secondary thing. Uh, the Sony, the recent Last of Us, for example, like considered by many as one of the best games ever made, I still haven't been able to play it for longer than half an hour without a crash on my PC. I've had three 30 gigabyte updates to that thing. And I guess you'd have to like wonder if it came out in that state on PS5, would Sony have removed it from their own store like they did with Cyberpunk? Yeah. Exactly. Like, it was properly broken. Like, I haven't seen a port like that since uh, Batman Arkham Knight, which was very famous at the time for Warner Brothers pulling it from PC um, because it was that bad. Um, funnily enough, Iron Galaxy was behind that one too, and they did Last of Us. So, Yeah, they may, you know, there are some houses yeah. that, like get reputations one way or the other as being able... Although the, yeah. the weird thing is there was like a slight slither of positivity here. Um, I, it, I, it really, I think this year it sucks for anybody who spent two grand or fucking whatever on a graphics card and just nothing that should be taken advantage of it really is. Mm. But like the idea that a seven-year-old PC, you even can think that it might play a new game, is like I, like, yeah. we, first family PC, That's Christmas a lot 1993. Imagine even comprehending the idea that at the year 2000 you could play fucking anything. Yeah. At the, like, compatibility-wise, PC gaming has gotten a lot better and lifespan of PCs is a lot longer. It's over now. 10 years old. Um, yeah. It definitely needs to be replaced at some point sooner rather than later, but it's over 10 years old and all I did was put a two, three-year newer graphics card in at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it does It does bode well that ultimately PC gaming, uh, when we're talking about hardware, is modular. It, it mm. is modular. You can upgrade it piecemeal. So if I wanted to, if I genuinely wanted to, I could probably look at, you know, like sliding in a new CPU. Um, well, to a degree. Maybe. To a degree, yeah, yeah I know. Motherboards but, are mean, a thing and I don't fully understand it and I had to do a whole bunch of research even before upgrading yeah, yeah. the graphics card. I mean, there's the standard caveats. I mean, I think my particular specific motherboard can't take anything beyond a fourth gen, fourth gen, pen, fourth gen um, IBM chip probably will have to upgrade both the motherboard and the the CPU but that's probably going to run me about 5 or 600 dollars if I really really needed it you know second hand there there is a very strong second hand market for for PC components in, yeah. in Australia get, at least get your get your stuff left over from Sicko's like I did with my graphics card <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, just, absolutely. just no Cox because he upgrades his video card more than he changes his undies. So yeah, it's like I don't want this whole 970 anymore, and I'm like, it's faster yeah. than what I have. I'll take it. Yep, yep. Like, like I got my 1070 as a free upgrade because a friend, a friend's friend's friend, like 
a friend three or four times removed was getting out of Bitcoin mining. (laughs) 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 It was just uploading graphics cards. And I'm like, Uh, I will take one of those. Thank you. (laughs) Actually, I would have liked one of those as well. It'd be another step up over what I have here. That's probably the fine line of where I think I could sensibly put something into my PC without it being completely meaningless. So it is modular. And some parts do run a long time. So, you know, I've got DDR4 RAM. Oh, that's still fine. Which is still fine. Like, I could just stick that onto a board somewhere. I guarantee I do not. I've got... I've got an SSD. I've got a 500 gig SSD. I can stick that on somewhere. So even if I go with a with a more uh, wholesome upgrade, there are bits that I can salvage. I can okay. probably keep my monitor. I'll probably keep my mouse and keyboard because I'm so used to them and they're still in working for a fine working order. Um, really, it's the graphics card and the CPU. But therein, I guess, lies the problem. So many games are dependent like those are the two most crucial components you know and and the hard drives right just behind that with with ram as well so you've got four key components um and graphics card and a cpu tend to be the priciest bits of that um i could go with a whole brand new rebuild but like i said like i'm looking at i'm looking at the the starfield specs and I'm genuinely, genuinely thinking, like, is this the point in which I jump into the, the new generation of consoles? Is mm. this the point where I pick up a Series X? Because I've been eyeing the Series X for a little bit. I'm like, mm, there's a few things. And I gener- generally like Microsoft consoles more than I like PlayStation consoles. It's just my flavor. Yep. Not not a judgment call on which is good, better, or worse, but, you know, Xbox is just more to my sensibilities and more my flavor. Um, I like the controller on the Xbox more than I like the PS uh, PlayStation controller. Again, the PS5 no. controller is pretty nice, though, dude. Yeah. I still like the Xbox better. Yeah. <laughs> There's just something about offset sticks that, that yep. speaks to me. Um, that I just find offset sticks much more comfortable than than the standard, you know, side by side symmetrical sticks that um PlayStation has. But it's it is it the state of PC gaming is like, <laughs> and I'm and I'm pulling out an old trope. But this was years ago. Was it Phil Spencer who said this or someone else? But it's like, oh, for the price of a PS4, you can have a Switch. And, a, and you can have like two other consoles. I think it was the Wii and a 360. Yeah, yeah, Wii and a 360. But it's kind of at this stage where to be a well for the price a of a gamer. gaming PC, you could have one of the premium consoles and a 65 inch TV and probably a decent surround sound system as well. Yep, yep. And then yep. you know and you that's... just back it up with uh, you, you back it up with a Switch just sitting by the, by the cradle next to it somewhere. That's actually a weird proposition to think about because, like, again, like we're talking about, like a seven-year-old PC, like, lap, like if you just have a laptop that you need to just do check email, work, Excel shit, any old laptop that's not absolute budget, yeah, yeah. people would just do at the moment, and it makes more sense to me to just do the home theater thing because then, like, you have a home theater as well, and not just a. Mm-hmm. And sure, the yeah. PS5 will not go all the way to the settings of a high high-end PC, but you have a sixty-five-inch TV that's going to be great for Netflix in a way that any gaming monitor would never will be. Mm. Yeah, it is, it is an interesting value proposition right now. Like, and you're not going to convince PC gamers either way. Like, 
They've made up their mind. They're in the ecosystem. They're stuck in the habits. I'm one of them. I'm okay to admit that I like playing on my PC more than anything else. Um, yep. It's well, what it's, I grew up doing. It's, it's yeah, personal priorities as well. I mean, like everything is diminishing returns. It's like same. Like yeah. I said, you get a good surround sound system. I'm talking like you spend a thousand bucks and you could get something very good. You could also spend fifty thousand yen on a surround system, and I'm sure there are people who appreciate that enough. That it matters. So yeah, it's totally fair. It's like I this is what I want to spend my whatever disposable income you can have these days. Exactly. On I want the best possible experience. I'm aware that I am paying twice as much money for ten percent better, but I'm cool with that. And Yeah. And that's that's what it comes down to with, with in the PC market. So it yeah. it really does become a, a kind of you know, personal situation, I think. And I don't think that I think both consoles are very good. Uh, the both PS5 and Xbox Series X, I think they are exceptional bits of hardware. The pair of them, much. I think they're the first time I've felt confident in the hardware of both systems in the generation. Like I, I never felt confident on the PS4 last gen, and then obviously the 360, the gen before that was, you know, notably problematic. <laughs> um, whereas I think both, I think. Both systems have been designed very well. Apart from the look of PS Five, you know, PS Five looks stupid. But in terms of airflow yeah. management and shit, at the very least, yeah. they've both been designed well. So they're both good from a like a quality uh, it's standpoint. Also, why they're both big, especially the PS Five. Yeah. Like it's kind of the idea of a PS Five Pro entertains me a lot, just because like the size. <laughs> it would get even bigger, man. Like a PS Five Slim at this point would still be bigger than like the original ps3 yeah yeah so i th- i think the gap between pc gaming and console gaming is a lot smaller these days mm. i don't think there's as much like it the used to be the, the running joke that you know pcs were vastly superior but you had to work hard to get that i don't think that that's so true now um pc gaming is easier than it was in a lot of cases but also you don't get the same difference that you used to in PC gaming compared to console gaming because Ooh. the two current consoles are very good systems. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, like uh, diminishing returns, you have to really, really care about like running your thing at 144 megahertz on your screen and and you're running like multiple screens at 20, whatever, whatever the higher resolution is. What's, it, yeah, what's the standard now? No, uh, 4K. 2K, 2K yeah, is pretty standard, yeah. 2K is the, is the sort of the, 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 the entry level for a decent, like, multiple Monitor. 2K, multiple yeah. 2K monitors is, is where you, where you want to be, at least if you're, if you're a quote unquote serious PC gamer. Yeah. Um, you gotta be really, really paying attention to, like, response times, like, 33 millisecond MS for, um, <laughs> for the signal between your PC and your monitor. Like, you really need to be, like, so, absolutely pedantic and that's I I guess ultimately what makes it difficult for me is I like PC gaming in that I like the form I like sitting Mm. at I like sitting at this distance to the screen I like using keyboard and mouse um I feel more comfortable like this than on my sofa like I, I I've always never really felt comfortable gaming on my sofa like even when I game on huh. my sofa, oh, man. Like, back up. although where I live at the moment, removed this has to change. This is and actually where I lived when I first moved to Japan had the same problem. 
seasons, man. We're like, nobody at home can see this, but like, is there anything missing from like any of these walls that you're noticing in this room I'm in? <laughs> there is no fucking aircon in my PC room. It is now summer in Japan. PCs generate a lot of fucking heat, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But like, even when I was playing like predominantly consoles, I would pull my sofa, I would pull my single seater all the way up to the TV as close as I possibly can. You didn't really grow up with consoles because I, I like for, a no- no, for people who I- grew up with them, it, it's like a weird habit. It was almost like, well, this mm. was how long the cable was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've never grown up. I, I mean, I grew up with other like other people's consoles, not mine. But I'm more accustomed to PC gaming because that's my first serious. But I'm and I'm much the same there. Like, yeah. Um, but you have to be really like one of the things that still shits me about PC gaming hmm. is going into a game and then it doesn't run well because again, seven year old PC. And do you start dialing every single graphic option down a teensy bit just to see where the perfect balance of like performance yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I, 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 performance and, 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 and quality is? No, I'm actually generally okay with that as long as it works in the game. Ideally with like the actual game visuals in real time changing. When you have to fucking quit the game to see a setting change. I, I like a benchmarking, a good benchmarking tool. So, yeah, the best one I use, and, and I use it all the time when I do uh, like laptop reviews and things like that that we do for the website is Red Dead Redemption Two. Now it's a bit of an older game, but it has a, a, a fantastically huge set of graphic settings in that game, like ridiculously amount, a large amount of graphic settings, and it has a really good benchmark tool. So. I can play with that, run the benchmark tool, and it gives me a very accurate representation of what's going to cause problems, what's not, where you can, you know, uh, dial things up or down a bit. It's it's very well put together. It, I, you know, it's not surprising. It's it's a rock star joint. They I do things think of I a high quality. This idea ten years ago, and it'll never happen for like pretty obvious reasons. But I still have this idea that like for big games on the Steam, it always should be expected that they should all have a benchmarking tool. One, yeah. And two, it should be free to download. Well, the benchmarking tool is built into Red Dead. No, but in, like before you purchase, like yeah, in, like instead of having to like yeah. match shit up against the specs, it's just like, yes, how is this going to run? Yeah. All right, it's going to be like half a gig to download this five benchmark different scenes tool. that they've done. I can see yeah. how it goes. Bang. Yeah. The problem is, and that, that's that's one thing, and, and that's why I said like with with Starfield, like I said, I'm like hoping to limp over line because I I've gone to. There is there's a reason why can my system run it yeah. website exists because you're like I, do I want to put money into this game? Well, well you do you have the two hour grace window. And yes, I was going to say look, yeah. caveat. Yes, yes, like you can have a two hour return with Steam, but like I'm here trying to decide what platform or what console mm. I want to I want to do it on. Right? Honestly, and, if I you can, I would just get a Series X at this point. <laughs> I, I feel like it's day. yeah and, and 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 also like like when i was you know the point i was making around tweaking graphical settings is like so much of that shit makes no sense to me yeah um i recently picked up dark tide which <clears throat> everybody will know i am a huge uh warhammer 40k fan and I was a huge Vermintide fan. So when they smashed the two together, love it. Dark Tide, love it. One of my favorite games of, of the year. I've been playing it 
a lot and I still play it. Um, but when you go into graphical settings and two of the settings is called Fidelity FX Super Resolution 1.0 and Fidelity FX yeah, 1 or 2 and you can turn either both on or off. I'm like, I don't know what that means. I yeah. don't know what that does. It's There's a lot of language. never been standardized because some games do it really well or they'll just... Actually, I think the Gears of War port maybe was one, I think, Gears of War 5, Gears 5, where it just had a sentence underneath each option saying, this is that, what that, it does. And Microsoft it helps developed games so in general do it very well. Um, Gears and Forza and all those, the PC versions, do their settings very well with explanations. Um, yeah. the, the, the added thing to that now is the difference between the, the AMD and the... NVIDIA cards the with their own versions tech. of the, the upscaling tech, which adds mm. more confusion to matters. Um, although the, I love the tech itself. It's fantastic tech and it, it gives you more life. And, you know, one of those things about PC gaming is the worry about constant upgrading. Well, well DLSS and things like that do wonders for I extending life of, of console cards. I actually think Nintendo's holding out because they... They don't invest big on hardware, but I think they're going to make something very cheap with very high-level DLSS in it. Yeah, yeah, DLSS or, or whatever the AMD version of that is. Um, and so that's that's an addition, but you've got to learn and, and know what it does. Uh, and I know because, you know, I'm deep in yeah. the games industry. Uh, I have a pretty some, good idea. Joe Blow. Like, you got a 4K monitor, then you probably want a 1440p internal resolution Yep. DLSS. Run it DLSS. Up to, like, fork- well, they should probably just like have a recommended setting, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of games do. You, you'll just go, here, tell me what you reckon will work. And yep. then they do. And they generally do. They generally work pretty well at that setting. You know, they usually get that right. Yeah. Um, but, but your point that you were making, like, Huzo, was that... Yeah. Um, it's so like, confusing. You've got to know. To a regular consumer, yeah. like, oh, these are, I'm reading this like, these are English words, but these words put in this sequence, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, deep learning super about. sampling, even if we unpack that initialism, it's kind of like, no, it basically means we're making, we're making lower res images. AI upgraded. Res. Yeah. Yeah. That that's it's it. Just, there needs to be like a glossary of terms that you know comes with your copy of Call of Duty when you buy it on PCs, and, and also like stop using, I guess, stop using copyrighted like trademark terms. Like yeah, bright brightness and contrast. I understand. Yes. <laughs> Can you just yeah. put me a slider that says "look good" slash "look bad" like on either end? I of also the- I also do like PC games that give you a visual representation of the usage of your video RAM. Actually, yeah, that's um, nice. That's a very handy, you know, so mm. you can tweak with settings and see how much you can see where your ceiling is and decide actually, where you want to yeah. prioritize it. I guess I don't know how much has changed. I know, like with this, and I you know I bought this for like. 2012 it was always shadow detail like if i turned shadow detail down mm. to medium i would get that the frame rate would mm. just go like way up for whatever reason shadows was what was killing my graphics card every yes. single Sha- time shadows shadows, continue and to hair. shadows hair and like particle effects continue yep. to be the major killers hair's a terrible one or like capes you know so any tech that's involving a flowing, flowing. waving materials type thing that's a killer yeah. like it just I- destroys video cards there is this one game i can't remember what it is now like it's killing me that i can't remember but it's like how long do you want the bullet shells i think it was the division like 
<laughs> like bullet casings. How yeah. long do you want the bullet casings to to, stay, to stay on the like ground. remain on screen? Yeah, stay on the ground, yeah. remain on screen, and and then or rather than dissolve. And I'm like, just give me the shortest possible time for the bullet yeah, casings. I don't need to. I don't care about fucking bullet casings. It doesn't. But I also like the fact that that option is there. Like, and do you understand you know, what it means it, as well? Like, it's not going to confuse yeah, yeah. anybody. Yeah, it's there's, not going to confuse some bloke me, out there that goes, I've got this. Ten thousand dollar gaming PC. I want those bullet shells for for, for fucking ever. You know They're what I would have the whole day. You know what yeah. I would have fucking liked. I would have liked those zombie bodies in Left 4 Dead 2 to stay around a little bit. Australian, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Version. Oh, imagine, imagine some some dude like some person with their massive like yeah ten thousand dollar PC, and then they're like, I'm in this shooter game. I'm gonna like load up a machine gun like a 400 round machine gun and then after that go and count all the bullet casings yep it would not surprise you <laughs> there would be someone do that it's absolutely like, someone that's done that like, somebody from digital foundry <laughs> no they would probably do more sense to be fair i actually do respect digital foundry's work a lot they I, do some really good stuff that does bring me to so, uh, an interesting thing i stumbled across on uh with pc gaming and 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 the kind of uprising of, of RTX gaming, especially, which is another thing that's kind of odd, right? Ray tracing. It's very... It's been a very slow... Like, I feel yeah, like this is the out. technology that could eventually just be the bam, we finally get, like, one last holy shit look at that moment. Yeah. But... It's been a slow build-up. Well, I... And PCs are still in, um, inherently tied to consoles. Like, we're not getting yeah. PC exclusive exclusives, like, you know, a long time... Like, will there ever be another crisis? I don't know, but maybe not. Um, and these consoles have them. bare basic ray tracing. Yeah. Like, bare basic... Um, so we may not see, like, a big boom of ray tracing <laughs> for a good while yet. Yeah. But the funny thing was, it introduced an inequality in video games, which was really funny, because in competitive games like Battlefield, which supported ray reflections tracing. In some you can see reflections. Um, so people that have ray tracing and a powerful PC are inherently at an advantage to people that don't. So, you know, that's that's kind of really interesting to me. Like to think that your that's- hardware can give you an advantage in a video game. <laughs> I mean, that's what they used to do with Counter Strike with smoke grenades, like because smoke grenades would tank your opponents if if your <laughs> If um if somebody's running a shitty computer, yeah, transparency uh, effects of long time. Have yeah, been a huge... like smoke grenade would just tank tank your 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 performance, and so yeah. people would then people would then turn down smoke events to uh, smoke effects to as low as possible, so that their performance doesn't get affected. Yeah, so and it's just one of those things, of like the turn everything down on Quake, so I'm getting 300 frames per second, even though my screen cannot display that. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did that before. Like, yeah, turn everything down and then turn like field of view to like a hundred forty or something. Just, <laughs> just, just look the weirdest the perspective. At polygons. <laughs> yeah, it's just the weirdest perspective and like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like smoke grenades, that sort of thing. Like, um, in, in Counter Strike, just the, just the way that people would. At least in competitive gaming, or or not like full on esport competitive, but if no, you go to a land, restricted, yeah, it's restricted. But they're talking about like going to a land cafe or whatever it is, yeah. and and people just up to shenanigans. Yeah, a competitive multi shooter, people just take take advantage of whatever they can. Yeah, <laughs> smoke grenades used to be a thing. I yeah. don't know if it still is, but um, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it would be. I don't think it would, it would tank a PC like it used to. And the other thing is yeah. these headphones that, that have a similar thing where you can Good use them sound. to adjust with sound to focus solely on, like, you can isolate Footsteps, footprints. You can, like, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing that they've Ears. got to take into account. So, <laughs> Consoles yeah. are much easier playing, much more even playing fields. They are. They're an even playing field because they're a set walled yep. garden hardware, you know? I don't like going to some, like, actual positive stuff before we... This is starting to yeah, run yeah. long. So one, PC games at this point are just ridiculously cheap to own. As expensive as the hardware is, I have each. Yes. I have more games than I've ever been able to get through. Um, the other one, how good is it that mice don't have trackballs anymore? <laughs> Laser yes. mice, yes. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, like, because you... I guess as people listening may even know, not know what I'm talking about, but mice used to have a literal ball in them. They kind of rolled around and they were like kind of, you know, tied to where the cursor was and they would just fill up with any gunk whatsoever. Yeah. You have to clean them And you'd the just regular. be like dragging several times to get the fucking mouse across the screen until you just gave up and you had to clean that shit out. But you didn't want to do it properly. So you kind of did a half-ass job and then you got like a couple of hours out of it again. Yeah. I mean, an upside of PC gaming, and it just is a genuine upside. I mean, what with Steam and you know Epic Game Store and all of that stuff, like you can genuinely get some really, really top quality content, like really, really good, solid quality games from small developers, small yep. teams, at a reasonable price. Like sometimes. If you, unreasonable to them, to be honest. Sometimes extremely unreasonable. But if you like a particular genre of of if of you like roguelikes, RPG, you're covered. Uh, <laughs> if you like roguelikes, or if you like survival sims, if you have any genre fetish, like yeah. it won't be super polished high end stuff, but you will have a treasure trove. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. there is a a plethora of options with sales and stuff too on PC because if Steam's not having a sale Epic is and if Epic's not it's good old games humble. is or or Humble, humble Bundle yeah. or you know whoever's there having are, there are people I have, still making like Panzer General-esque type war games with the big old hex maps and that sort of shit I'm like yeah. I have twenty. I have 25 games on my Steam wishlist at the moment which I should maybe cull because I would never be able to play those even if they were all given to me 24 of them are on sale right now yeah Steam sales are amazing. Like, yeah, I, I, I think PC gaming in general, and what that really ties into now is this this new kind of thing on PC market, which is the Steam Deck Here we go. or the ROG Alloy or the that mm. sort of portable PC. Um, like I think that's that's going to have a bigger effect on the PC market than it's going to make optimization think- an even bigger deal. Yeah, I, I think it's going to have a real big effect because I think people, that's going to be people's, you know, entryway into this market in a lot of cases. And I like the fact, especially the ROG Ally, which gives you the option to turn it into a gaming PC by simply adding the video card to it with a connector. So you can plug it into your TV, plug it into a video card. It is so close to being a Switch at this point. It's nuts. You know, you can, as it is, you can plug it into the TV and just play. Yeah, but if you wanted the power of the the forty ninety, you can do that too. Um, so it's got the modular kind of benefits of a PC. Um, 
but you've also got that portability of the Switch with all your PC games on it. And like I've been playing the Rogue Alloy now and the Steam Deck for a while, and you turn some graphics down. So what? Like it's a small screen; it doesn't matter so much. There like are some uh, things that don't. Thirty frames a second. Like the the Rogue Alloy will run everything at sixty frames a second. No worries. It does chew the battery a bit, so you just bump it down to get a bit more battery. Oh, so I'm going to say this again and again, as long as it's properly frame-paced, 30 is fine for most games. Yeah. yeah. So and- I think these these handheld PCs are going to have an impact on PC gaming in general. because there are so many being put out there, and they, yep. the Chinese companies in particular would probably not keep on doing this, at least at this price point, because it's not like this is just so you'll knock off pretend PlayStation, it's like 10 bucks no. and NES games installed. Like, they're real... High-endish yeah, hardware yeah, that yeah, cannot yeah. be cheap to make in the first place. They're not going to make this investment if there's not something there for them. Yeah, I, I feel like there is. Uh, it's going to be the next big thing in PC gaming is these handheld PCs. As you know, uh, more and more I, people want to consume their media, whatever it is, wherever they are. Yeah. And I and certainly hope so. I and this is my final word. I certainly hope so because those Steam boxes were a fizzle. Yep. Yeah, they were. I don't know. I think it's safe to say the Steam Deck is a success. I think we can it is, like, like, say that. Yep. That's the le- that's the coldest of hot takes. Like that came yeah. out of the fucking freezer. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think on that note, we're going to wrap up. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining me on this particular episode. Uh, Maddie, where can people find you on the internet? Uh well, Twitter, who knows at the moment? Uh, it, we, we make that joke every if week, but it's well, getting it's closer. Literally it's six, like I know, it. did they move it up to 800, I think? It's 1,000 now, knows. I think. I think That's it's 1,000 right now. Everyone, everyone's bagging out the dumbass, but yeah, Twitter at player2au or, or huso81, but head over to player2.net.au and check out all of our stuff. I've got, what do I have up there recently? Aliens Dark Descent Review, which I talked about in the Ooh, last podcast. Yes. It was very good. Uh, very good game. Uh, and I'm also doing Trepang 2 or Trepang Squared. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But anyway, it's a fear kind of... Do you remember the game Fear? It's very much a, a, an homage to Fear. So it's, it's I'm enjoying it a lot. Now, so that'll be up soon. Fear 3 is over 10 years old, probably. Or maybe yeah. Exactly 10 years old anyway. Fear was great. Fear was a great game. I love that. But yeah. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um, our YouTube channel too. is We're doing more and more video previews and reviews and stuff. So check them out. Yeah. And Tim, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, well, I'm at PretendBeat on the bird site. Although yes, Jokers it runs. I, I have noticed myself using it less and less and less. So that... There may only be 1,000 tweets for you to look at a day anyway, so maybe it won't matter. Um, and yeah, this, <laughs> I do this. It takes, it actually takes quite a bit of time since I'm the one who produces everything. If, assuming I don't, you know, just melt. If, if you never hear this, it's because I melted, which you would not know because you would not, would not have heard this and I'm now talking myself into a circle. Yeah. Well, you can catch me at Pixel Hunt on Twitter. Again, you know, pretty, you know, requisite joke about how long that site will be up. But, um, friend of a friend of a show job job gilroy he made a pretty funny tweet earlier it's like like uh, he doesn't have the energy to build up another like two to three thousand followers if they have to move to a new social media site and i'm like yeah, it's not a joke yeah, that's literally yeah. just how it is like i've never it's, a, it's, a, it's a like joke in a tragic comedy way i'm like yeah i don't like I've made a lot of friends. I do have a lot of like weird random followers, like as we all do. But you know, I genuinely have made friends. I don't know if I've got another, you know, another fifteen years. Of-